with Brad Brown. Bye. SAFM Sports Wrap. Welcome to it. It is 32 minutes past 6 o'clock here on SAFM Sports Wrap. My name is Brad Brown. Thank you very much to the MoneyWeb team. Uh, back again tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And uh, yeah, coming up in the next half hour, we will be chatting South African road cycling champs. The time trials uh, took place today, and we'll chat to the national champion, Tao Lempi, uh, a little bit later on this evening's show. We'll also touch base with Robbie Fleck, former Springbok Centre and Western Province backline coach ahead of this weekend's Cape Town 10s. And we'll also uh, hear from Atta Sabeta about tonight's AFCON action. Before we do any of that, though, let's take a look at some of the stories making news headlines today. The Proteas have arrived in Hamilton, New Zealand, ahead of the 2015 ICC Cricket World Cup. And Cricket Australia confirmed today that uh, former Australian batsman Mike Hussey will work with the Proteas in a consultancy role during the tournament. Proteas coach Russell Domingo had this to say about the appointment. We've got a few dates penciled in. We will hopefully join us. It is a very low-key affair. Um, he's going to be very much in the background. I think really important for him to connect with some of our middle-order batters. He's a, a middle-order player of immense experience. He's a World Cup winner. He knows conditions really well in Australia. And, and I'm really excited by the, the possibility of him joining us over the next couple of weeks. News out of the Australian camp is that Michael Clark showed he is ready to resume international cricket after a long injury absence. He played a warm-up match today for a Cricket Australia 11 against Bangladesh. Clark took a catch to dismiss Bangladesh captain Shakib Al-Hassan. He also bowled two overs as well. He then scored 34 runs from 36 balls. Clark will rejoin the Australian team in Adelaide tomorrow. Live cricket action taking place uh, in Bononi this evening. England's A, the English Lions, up against the South African A side. It is the fifth and final unofficial ODI. South Africa A batting first posted 287 for six in their 50 overs. That after they lost the toss and were sent in to bat. Reza Hendricks top scored with 107. English uh, Lions have already clinched that series 3-1. Tonight sees the second semi-final in the 2015 African Cup of Nations in Equatorial Guinea with the hosts up against Ghana. And we'll chat to Atta Sabeta in just a moment to preview that action. Darrell Impey was crowned South African road cycling national time trial champion for the fourth time today after he successfully defended his title in Mbombela earlier. Reinhard Janser van Rensburg came second and Louis Mainkies rounded off the podium. In the ladies race, Ashley Mulman-Pasio also defended her national title. The win-handed Mulman-Pasio, her third consecutive time trial title, Cherie Stunder and Heidi Dalton finished second and third. The South African Fed Cup team made a solid start to their week-long campaign in Tallinn, Estonia. Boosted by the inclusion of South Africa's highest uh, world-ranked player, Shani Skippers, they thumped African rivals Egypt 3-love in their opening tie. South Africa next faced tournament favourites Estonia. Defending champion Lee Westwood and Graham McDowell both shot a six under par 66 today to share the lead after the first round of the Malaysian Open. They one shot ahead of a trio that included Malaysian Danny Chia, England's Tommy Fleetwood and South Korean Kang Sung Hoon. Bryce Easton and Henny Otto are the leading South Africans, but they seven off the pace on one under. Speaking after the opening round, Westwood was satisfied with the start of his title defence. Yeah, I had a lot of chances, yeah. Um... I played the par fives okay. I uh, just didn't, you know, take the chances on those. I only played those in one under par. So, um, you know, expected. Well, I'm hoping to do a little bit better on the par fives tomorrow. But uh, everything else was pretty good. My iron shots were pretty good. Distance control was all right, and considering the conditions, that was good. Um, 
putted very nicely, starting the ball online a lot, left a couple short in the middle, just got fooled by the grain. But, you know, all in all, I was very happy with the round. It's probably the trickiest I've ever seen this golf course play. Joint leader McDowell was also satisfied with his outing today. I'm uh, fairly, uh, fairly happy with the way things look coming into, uh, coming into the new year. Did a lot of work kind of off the course over, over, over winter, just kind of working some things physically in my, in my game and in my swing, and, and things seem to be clicking pretty well. It's early days, and, and uh, you know, I'm feeling relaxed, and the attitude's good, and, and I'm just going to keep that. i got to continue that for the rest of the year, and, and good things will happen. And finally, in rugby news, 16 teams split into two sections of eight will contest this year's Vodacom Cup with defending champions Griquas heading a strong south section and the Wellwitchers from Namibia back in the competition. It'll be the Namibian side first season back in the cup competition since 2011. All seven of their pool matches will be played in Vintuk. The Tusker Simba 15 from Kenya due to participate for a second season withdrew at short notice. In the circumstances, Griquas agreed to move to the south section. Coming up next year on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll chat 2015 AFCON semi-finals with Atta Sabeta. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, he joins us now. Atta, the, the, the one finalist has been decided. The other will be decided this evening. And uh, it's going to be a big game for the Black Stars and the host tonight. Yes, good evening, Brad. Indeed, it's a big one for Ghana. Yesterday, having seen uh, one of the favorites as as well, Ivory Coast actually managing to go through after they pulled a 3-1 win over the DRC, who were actually outclassed by the elephants. And tonight is going to be a big one for these two teams have never met before in any of the uh, qualifiers or any tournament. So it's the first time that they're coming on head-to-head. So it'll be interesting to see who actually take the cake as uh, Ghana Black Stars face the home side of Equatorial Guinea. At, uh, there's been a lot of talk uh, around Equatorial Guinea's uh, place in the semi-final. A lot of people thinking they shouldn't be there, particularly after the dubious decision in their, their quarter-final, that penalty uh, that was awarded. It's, there's been a lot of talk that referee's been sent home, suspended for six months. Is this tournament credible? Will we see another one of those tonight? Look, there have been uh, quite a number of dubious decisions made by referees as well. Uh, free kicks, penalties, and, you know, those have come dubiously. And a lot of people as well have been saying uh, the host team, Equatorial Guinea, um, having been eliminated after and disqualified after they play, uh, they featured an eligible player uh, during the qualifiers, and for them having come on to the, uh, the tournament now as hosts and they've sailed in through uh, into the semifinals, people are still saying, even that penalty that they were given uh, ahead of going into the into the semifinals was a bit dubious. And people are saying, well, probably they signed up a, a nice deal with CAF to say, if you host and you will be able to, you know, to try to see if you can put you guys through um, into the semifinals as far as you can go. But at the other hand as well, well, they are playing not very impressive football, but it is football that has actually seen them uh, getting through to the semifinals. So Ghana also have to be very careful you know, to try and play a fair game as well, not to uh, to infringe themselves against the host team. So it'll be interesting to see the referees' um, decisions tonight. Um, both of us will be sent home that uh, the referees, well, it was their own taking and their own um, misfortune that one. So a very, a very, very serious situation is credibility on referees and uh, the lives men.
Yeah, we'll have to wait and see tonight. But I tell you what, if Equatorial Guinea win tonight with a dubious decision, I'm going to bet my house that they'll win the AFCON. Uh, it's, it's going to be a great game. Nine o'clock tonight, we'll have live crossings here on SAFM. Coming up next on Sports Wrap, we'll be chatting to South African road type trial champion, Daryl Impey. SAFM Sports Wrap. Here comes Yacon going to the penalty area. Shot coming in! And a beautiful equalizer! The second semi-final clash at AFCON 2015 will be eagerly anticipated as host Equatorial Guinea aim to achieve the unthinkable on the 5th of February, knocking out their more fancied opponents, Ghana's Black Stars. Be sure not to miss as HABC1 and your favorite radio station bring this epic match live from Estadio de Malabo at 9pm. Brought to you by SABC Sport. SABC, official broadcaster of Africa Cup of Nations 2015. I'll see you again. From Chelsea's towering skylines to futuristic buildings, let South African Airways take you direct from Johannesburg to Abu Dhabi in no time. Come and discover the beauty and rich history of Abu Dhabi from shimmering turquoise waters, endless golden sand dunes, or the world's fastest roller coaster at Ferrari World Theme Park. Starting from 29 March, South African Airways will operate daily flights between Johannesburg and Abu Dhabi with seamless connections to the Middle East, India and the rest of the Far East. Fly to Abu Dhabi and beyond. Book now on flysaa.com and earn Voyager miles. South African Airways, bringing the world to Africa, taking Africa to the world. T's and C's apply. The SE Post Office advises customers to renew their post box rentals. Rentals can be renewed by presenting a copy of your ID and the pre-printed annual renewal notice at any post office branch or online. The rental fee for 2015 is 363 rand for non-pensioners and 218 rand for pensioners. The SA Post Office also welcomes new applications. Forms are available at your nearest branch and online at virtualpostoffice.co.za. The SA Post Office. We deliver whatever it takes. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, the South African National Road Championships are taking place in Mbombela this week in um, Pumalanga. And uh, the men's elite and ladies' elite uh, time trial took place today. And it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show the 2015 South African National Time Trial Champion, Daryl MP. Daryl, welcome onto SAFM Sports Wrap today. Uh, congratulations on your win. Thanks very much, Brad. Thanks for thanks for having me. Darrell, it's it's great to have you back in the country. You've been spending a, a lot of time abroad. Uh, nice racing, national champs again. It's it's going to be awesome wearing wearing those uh, national colours uh, on 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 the world on the world circuit this year. Yeah, it's nice to take the jersey back to Europe. It's uh, it's always nice to to represent the country and uh, to show the colours off there when doing time trials overseas. So um, hopefully, get a chance to wear it again in the Tour de France this year. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always nice to come back to South Africa and, uh, you know, had a really successful start of the year in, in Australia already. And, uh, yeah, I've just been working pretty hard and, uh, to get rewarded with the win today was, uh, a nice way to, to open up, uh, the seasons, my season's account of, of wins. So, uh, yeah, really happy with today's, today's efforts. Daryl, you've raced a number of these now and, and you back and forward between, I mean, like you say, you've just finished up the Tour Down Under, you, you race in Europe and that as well. Are you seeing an increase in the level of competition coming back here year after year to race the national champs? Uh, definitely, I think, uh, you know, this year especially we had Rain Archer, um, who's, who's joined MTN, and uh, so it, it kind of lifted the, the game a little bit as well. And, uh, yeah, I think every year we're seeing a lot of new young guys coming through the in the under-23 race, there was, uh, I forget his name, 
But uh, the guy who won there, he, he was, he's really a, probably one of the brightest futures riders for this model, the riders for the future. So um, I think we're seeing a, a nice talent pool coming through right now. And I think uh, with, the, with the teams that are available and the access the riders have these days, um, it's spurring a lot of guys on. So um, I, I definitely think every year after year the field is getting stronger. Daryl, as, as far as uh, your, your upcoming season, like you said, you've, you've just had a, a pretty decent tour down under. You were, you were pretty much in contention the whole way through. Uh, you've won this one now to, to really get your year off to a flying start. What, what does the rest of the year look like for Daryl MP? Uh, the rest of the year, um, I pretty much follow the same program I've done in the last uh, two years. Um, I'm going to be focusing on the, on the classics on uh, Milan San Remo and then the Ardennes being Amstel Gold and Liège, Bastion on Liège and then have a break and then it's a big build-up to the Tour de France again and then uh, the end of season objectives are really based around the World Championships so um, yeah, basically splitting the season into three parts again and then hopefully uh, have enough uh, at the end of the season to do a really good performance in Richmond in, uh, for the World Champs. I know it's uh, it's been a, a pretty interesting and, and exciting couple of years since you you were in yellow at, at the Tour de France and and just looking at at what's happening on the world cycling scene with MTN Quebec are going to be be riding in in this year's Tour de France they they rode the Giro last year the spotlight really truly on on African cycling it, it must make you feel incredibly proud to to race as a South African abroad. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 so nice to see that uh, they've been given a chance to to race. The, the Tour de France. I think uh, you don't get given a, ch- you know, it's, I think they've they've earned their spot, and uh, it's going to be nice to have uh, fellow South Africans uh, competing with me at the Tour de France. So you know, normally it's just me on my own, or when Robbie Hunter's around. So um, it's going to be nice to have a few more South Africans there, and, and definitely it's uh, the spotlight is on cycling, and uh, I think uh, we're in for a good year this year. It's uh, really exciting for for the whole country, and. Uh, for everybody to watch during July, so um, I think they're going to have a great turn. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get one up on them there as well. I know Team Orica Greenheads have been been really, really good to you. But uh, in, in your heart of hearts, are you are you kind of do you wish secretly that that you could ride for 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 the African team for MTN Quebec, or are you you quite happy where you are with with Orica Greenheads? Uh, look, Orica Greenheads has been fantastic to me. Uh, you know, we've had already three years together and I'm still under contract there for two more years so um, at the moment I've got really no reason to leave them uh, they've really been uh, great for my career and I've really been given a lot of opportunities there but having said that you know it's also Doug's uh, MTN team is also exciting and uh, um, you know we haven't got to stages of talks or anything like that so um, at this point uh, I'm just really happy where I am and uh, I think when it gets to that point in Maybe next year when my contract's up, then uh, it will be a decision. But uh, look, uh, both both teams have got some great aspects. But uh, yeah, at this point, really happy where I'm where I'm at, and uh, I can only thank Orica for all their support over the years. The road race still to come uh, in this week's SA Champs. Are you you up for the double? Um, look, it'd be nice to win. It's it's obviously a little bit more different when you've got uh, you know teams to race against. Where today was just. Man against man. Um, so I look collectively, MTN is pretty strong, and and so are the other teams. So uh, tactically, it becomes a little bit uh, hard to hard to judge. But I think if I played correct, you know, I played in a played in a, in a good way, and uh, you know, and I obviously don't lose too much energy. I'm in with a shot. But uh, that being said, there's so many guys to watch out for, and there's so many things that come 
coming into it on the day that uh, it's going to be difficult. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely something I haven't won. I've come second twice um, through bad luck on post time. So um hoping to rectify that this, this Saturday. You, you mentioned, Reynard, there's some great youngsters coming through, a, a guy like Louis Mainkies as well. The competition is really tough, and, and South African cycling in a very good place right now. Yeah, you know, it's definitely, it's the guys that are coming up now, and the, you know, it's just about them getting the opportunities to race at European level. That that lifts their game immediately. So, um, I think now that everyone's getting exposed to it, um, you, you can see a lot more guys coming through the woodwork. But uh, they're great after a fierce competitor. He's a tough guy, and so is Louis. So, um, you know, and then there's still Jay and everybody else in the mix. So we'll just, um, I'll just take it as it comes, and uh, you know, I think. I'd like an aggressive race, but uh, yeah, I think we all know that Reynolds pretty quick, and so am I. And so we'll we'll just have to see if we go to the line together, or if it's going to be a really attacking race. But it's nice to see, it's nice to come to the championships where there's a lot of competition. You know, you wouldn't want it any other way. Daryl Impey, thank you so much for your time today, and congratulations once again on the win. And, and who knows, we could be chatting on the weekend. So with you as yeah. national road champion as well, it would be would be amazing. Good luck. Thank you very much, Brad. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, the HSBC World 7 Series resumes in New Zealand in Wellington tomorrow with round four taking place in the capital. Current World Series log leader South Africa will be hoping to go one better this year after they lost to the host New Zealand in the Cup Final last year. Their mission this coming weekend is to build on the good momentum which saw them capture successive tournaments in Dubai and Port Elizabeth in December. Janet Witten filed this report. The Blitzpoker have only been able to win once in New Zealand back in 2002 in a tournament in which current coach Neil Powell made his debut. Now they go into it as tournament favourites following back-to-back tournament victories. But one of their most experienced players, Frankie Horn, says they're not looking too far ahead just yet. Yeah, we got the firing power. I mean, we, we got the guys who got the same, more or less the same team that, that played the last two tournaments. So we just, it just depends on each guy what he can bring to the party. I mean, we just want to play the best of our abilities and see where we end up. We've got a good game plan. We've got good stuff. So uh, obviously we can't promise anything. I mean, it's, the, the game wasn't designed like that. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a tough place, but we'll see where we end up on the end of the weekend. While the Blitzbocker will field a very experienced team at the New Zealand Sevens, they will rely on the relatively new members of the squad, Kwaka Smith and Werner Koch, to spearhead the challenge. The pair lead the Sevens World Series statistics in defence and have both been included in World Rugby's dream team on two occasions now. Smith's rise in particular has been impressive since he made his debut just over a year ago. He's now keeping regular captain Kyle Brown out of a starting place in the seven-man lineup. A stint with the Emirates Lions in the Absa Curry Cup has also boosted Smith's contribution to the Box Sevens effort. I think I've grown a lot as a player and I think I've grown a lot in the team as the team also grows. And I think it helped a lot of the guys and we worked on my weak points that kept me out of the team last year. I think it's better now. Yeah, Curry Cup helped a lot, the physical side in the 50-man team. And I think the sevens also helped me in the Curry Cup to see the gaps and spot things faster. I think my focus will be on consistency and to be the player that I can be and be the best player in myself and to um, focus on the team's goals and not on my own goals. His close friend Werner Koch has been equally impressive since his debut in May 2013. Last year, he scored the winning try for the Bucks in the Las Vegas final. Koch and Smith were both named in the World Series Dream Team after the Dubai and Port Elizabeth tournaments and are the early frontrunners to be included in the World Series Select Team at the end of the season. Koch says he focuses on each game as it comes. I think each tournament is different. Um, yeah, Last year was a very wet tournament here in Wellington. 
But um, we'll take it as it comes. Hopefully we have a, a sunny day and we can play our game. But we will just maybe just keep close, keep the ball much closer to the body and just focus on, on the game ahead. South Africa currently top the table with 59 points, eight more than Fiji with New Zealand in third place. Apart from the crucial sevens points on offer at the Wellington Sevens, the 16 competing nations will also resume their battle for the top four spots as the fight for Olympic qualification intensifies. Only the top four teams on the final standings in May will qualify automatically for the 2016 Olympic Games in Rio. Captain Kyle Brown says they will be guarding against focusing too much on the overall title race yeah i mean listen we do a lot of work in camp but i mean when it comes down to it it's how you perform on the day and, and we know that we've got our work cut out for us this weekend um it's a it's a heck of a tournament going into wellington sevens and we all know that this is a it's a fantastic tournament to play in um for for us it's uh, you know like we spoke about it's, it's it's purely mental this weekend um we realize that we've got the capability and and all the skill and all the talent in the world um it's going out there and making sure that we can prove to each other that we, we we're all that's worth out there South Africa will play the opening match of the tournament against France at 1 o'clock tomorrow morning, followed by matches against Japan and the United States. Janet Whitten, SABC News. SAFM Sports Wrap. You tune into SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and a big festival of rugby coming up this coming weekend in the Mother City, Cape Town 10s. Uh, it's become an institution on the sporting calendar down in the Western Cape. And uh, great to be able to welcome onto the show this evening. He's a uh, former Springbok. He's also currently a backline coach for all the, the DHL Stormers, Sir Robbie Flick. Robbie, welcome onto SAFM Sports Wrap. Thanks for your time this evening. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Rob, Cape Town 10s has, has really sort of stepped up and, and become something that people not just in, in Cape Town look forward to, but from around the globe, there's players uh, converging on the Mother City from all over the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's grown somewhat over the last seven years, and, uh, you know, we're quite privileged to be having a tournament like this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great for Cape Town. It's great for the people of Cape Town. We've got uh, teams around from all over the world. Uh, we've got some special rugby players from down under, uh, from New Zealand, and uh, Christian Cullen. So it's uh, it's just a great festival of rugby. There's not only rugby, there's netball as well. So it's, um, you know, we've grown somewhat from 25 teams in our first year to 105 teams now today. And uh, and we've got 30 netball sides, which was a new introduction last year. So... We're very stoked and very excited for the for the next couple of days. Rob, as far as your involvement with the Cape Town Tens, how did how did you get to get roped into to, to being part of it? Yeah, it's actually quite a good story. Actually, myself and Bob Skinstead uh, went over to Bangkok and played in a in a Tens tournament there with some friends, and uh, we thought it was just a fantastic idea of you know bringing social rugby back to Cape Town, and uh, you know we you know, it's the, probably the best place in the world. You know, to come down for a bit of a holiday, uh, play some rugby and uh, experience the best part of Cape Town. You know, enjoy the beaches, enjoy the nightlife and uh, and the scenery. And uh, from there, you know, it's just grown. And that started, you know, as I say, six, seven years ago. And uh, it's just got bigger and bigger. You mentioned some of the big names. Christian Cullum, every year, sort of a uh, lot, lot of inter- former internationals come out and, and, and show what they can do. Uh, you mentioned Christian. Anyone else big names that, that we can look forward to seeing in Cape Town this weekend? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, last year, Carlos Spencer came down, so he's coming down again. And uh, we've got uh, Sharky Robinson, who used to play for New Zealand as well, Christian Cullen. Uh, Jonah Loma will be popping in on the Saturday for a bit of a kids' clinic. So, um, you know, there's a number of big names that we've attracted over the years. In the past, we've had the likes of Tano Umanga, Pat Howard, Tim Horan. And, and, you know, these are all guys that we played against. 
um, guys that we respected as rugby players. We enjoyed our, our time with them after matches. And, uh, you know, this is the best tournament to, you know, bring these guys back, you know, rather than focusing on the rugby, rather come down to Cape Town and have a bit of a, a good time and, uh, and rugby as a sideline. You mentioned the, the guys you played against. There's a couple of former box involved. Obviously, yourself, Bob Skinstat, uh, also so involved, in, and a couple of other guys this weekend too, I'm sure. Yep, there's, uh, Butch James has come down from Durban, so he's looking in pretty good nick. He's been training for the Epic, so he's nice and fit. Uh, there's also Brayton Pulsar, so between him and Christian Cullen, you know, we'll be looking for some you know, awesome tries from them. And, uh, you know, James Dalton as well. We brought him out of retirement, and he's looking really fit and ready to go. So, you know, it's a great tournament like that. It's all about, you know, guys that we've played with and against and, and bringing them here and just have a good time. Yeah, it's great to catch up with the guys who, who were adversaries over the years. You, you've remained friends uh, from from when you've stopped playing. Robbie, from you personally, uh, I mean, you're very involved with Western Province and the Stormers. You still get much time to train yourself. I mean, are you, are you, fitness-wise, how, how are you looking for the weekend? Yeah, no, not too good, actually. <laughs> you know, I spend most of my time surfing and uh, doing a bit of coaching, but... Um, you know, the rest of the boys are looking really fit. I think between myself and Bob, we'll just uh, pop on the field for a little bit and then probably head on to the, 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 the beer tent for a few and, and watch the rest of the boys play. <laughs> awesome. Robbie, just off the subject, it's been a big week for, for Western Province and Stormers Rugby with uh, the announcement of Alistair Katsia, who's going to be moving on at the end of the Super Rugby season. Uh, your take on Alistair's move? Yeah, look, I think he's had a great uh, you know, career at Western Province. He's been here for eight years and... Uh, he steadied the ship and uh, he's brought us a couple of trophies and, uh, you know, the time was right for him. You know, it was a great opportunity for him to go overseas and the timing was perfect now, you know, for him to move on. There's some exciting times at Western Province and uh, Kiss done a great job, you know, in, 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 in making things happen there. And, uh, you know, as, with Alistair leaving, there's opportunities for the younger coaches and to come through and... Uh, you know, there's a lot of young players and, uh, you know, Alistair's leaving Western Province in a great place. He's done an unbelievable job and, you know, we obviously wish him all the best. And Robbie, I don't want to put the mockers on you guys, but uh, obviously I'm sure the team and the squad will want to put in a, a one big final performance for him in the Super Rugby season this year. I think you guys are going to be tough to beat. No, absolutely. You know, we've got a young squad and, uh, you know, they've got a lot of energy and they're really hungry to do well. Um, you know, we, we had a successful Curry Cup campaign. You know, we just need to take that... Uh, energy through into this campaign so it'll be a nice single for Alistair but more importantly you know the team's in a good space they're working hard and uh, you know barring injuries you know we should um, you know run a few teams uh, you know quite close It's going to be exciting to watch uh, the Stormers get their campaign underway against the Bulls uh, Robbie Fleck enjoy Cape Town 10s this weekend uh, your final sort of uh, social thing I'm, I'm sure before before the Super Rugby season really gets underway enjoy it and uh, it's all, all for, for a sort of great cause and, and we'll definitely chat soon thanks for your time this evening Thank you very much guys appreciate it I do not choose to be a common man it is my right to be uncommon if I can I seek opportunity not security. I want to take the calculated risk. To dream and to build. To fail and to succeed. It is my heritage to stand proud and unafraid. To think and act for myself. To enjoy the benefit of my creations. And to face the world boldly and say, this I have done. I am an entrepreneur. Visit businesspartners.co.za Business Partners Investing in Entrepreneurs From Josie's towering skylines to futuristic buildings 
Let South African Airways take you direct from Johannesburg to Abu Dhabi in no time. Come and discover the beauty and rich history of Abu Dhabi from shimmering turquoise waters, endless golden sand dunes, or the world's fastest roller coaster at Ferrari World Theme Park. Starting from 29 March, South African Airways will operate daily flights between Johannesburg and Abu Dhabi with seamless connections to the Middle East, India and the rest of the Far East. Fly to Abu Dhabi and beyond. Book now on flysaa.com and earn Voyager miles. South African Airways, bringing the world to Africa, taking Africa to the world. T's and C's apply. Led by Martin Kremer, Mining Weekly offers unrivaled global coverage of the resources industry and the companies and people shaping it. Subscribe now at miningweekly.com. Kremer Media's Mining Weekly. Mining news around the clock. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. Don't forget the AFCON semi-final between Equatorial Guinea and Ghana tonight from 9 o'clock. And Atta Sabeta will keep you updated here on South Africa's news and information leader. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Shetty, it's cheers. Greg Coase now with your news.